I like lots of things, but there are three things I like most. Love, love, and love, and love, and love. Frequency transmission received. You're about to experience ultrasounds, an uplifting soulful journey into the spheres of exotic electronic music. Brought to you by DJ Elon. WMNF 88.5 FM Tampa. Music for your mind, body, and soul. Kick back and get ready to seriously unwind. And tonight we have our theme of mental health the whole month. And we welcome Dr. June Leslie Weeder, the author of Song of the Spine and the Human Symphony, for an interview on mind-body connection. And Dr. Weeder has extensively studied the relationships between sound, movement and form and how they relate to health and healing. And she's worked in the mental health field at Coney Island Hospital in the psychiatric ward there and she's gone to the Swedish Institute of Massage in New York City and she's also studied Traeger approach directly from the master himself, Dr. Milton Traeger. In her private practice for over 30 years, she integrates chiropractic, sound healing, massage and various forms of body work with the emphasis on the Traeger approach. And she's developed an electronic tuning fork called the Bone Toner, for toning bones and tuning the nervous system. And she has another version of electronic tuning fork called the harmonic resonator. Greetings, Dr. Weeder, and welcome to the Ultrasound Show. Oh, I thank you so much. And I feel so grateful for you giving me this opportunity, Ela, to share my research and my work. And thank you all for tuning in. So I just want to share, I would always look at the spine when I was in chiropractic school and often it would remind me of this standing wave with its primary and secondary curves. And I always wondered, was there some kind of energy, some kind of vibration or some kind of sound that was transferred between these two waves? Because I look at the spine as having these waves and waves as a form of communication. So... So that led me to uh, about 10 years of research and to look into uh, what the resonance of each vertebra was. And from physics, we learned that every object uh, has its own natural vibrational frequency. And because the vertebrae, they differ in their size and their shape, and each one of them would most likely have its own natural frequency. So because of my background in music, I thought of using tuning forks to test. And the only way I knew to test the vertebra of the spine was through muscle testing, which I had learned from Chloe, who teaches resonance repatterning and also in chiropractic school. Let me ask you really quick, if you can explain what resonance actually is to the listeners so we can put all the pieces together. Okay, resonance. Resonance is... If Let's say you have two tuning forks and you're separated at a great distance and the tuning forks are very close or exactly the same and you strike one tuning fork, at the other end of the room, the other tuning fork will be, will be sounded as well. So it would set off that vibration. So that's a sympathetic resonance. What resonance means is to echo. So 
what I was thinking about it in the spine, is there this echo, this vibration, this transfer of energy. So resonance, its true meaning means to return and to echo. So um, I had, a, I had a, um, a 12 tuning forks that I used, and they were in a certain pitch. So uh, I was working with tuning forks that started with a frequency of 130 hertz to approximately 255 hertz which if, any, if you know the piano, this is the octave below middle C. So in an octave, you have 12 semitones. You have the seven white keys, and then you have the five black keys, which are the semitones, a half tone, which makes up a full octave. So in your primary curve, you have the thoracic spine, which have 12 vertebras, and I was thinking that each one of the vertebras would correspond to a tone on the scale. So I started out with these tuning forks. And so over 10 years and many thousands of individuals, I would do blind studies with other chiropractors, and we would find that indeed that each vertebra responded very positively to a very specific vibration. So we, we kept doing this, and how we would blindfold it is that the practitioner would not know what tuning fork they would use, and then we would muscle test and find that, uh, for example, the first cervical vertebra, we'd get a very strong muscle test response with a certain frequency, like the 130 frequency. So after thousands and thousands of individuals and many years of testing, I felt fairly confident that these bones were representing of these tones in this octave and that the spine was like a piano in that sometimes it goes out of tune and we can bring back that tune using a tuning fork and bring back those home tones of the bones. And so what I felt was toning the bones impacted the nervous system, specifically the autonomic nervous system, parasympathetic and sympathetic. So what we found out with doing some objective tests was that it seemed to balance out the system. We would do pictures of what the spine and colored code, where each vertebra was at, and then we'd use the tuning forks and tune each of the vertebra and then do another test, and we'd see if the parasympathetic was depleted, then we would see that rise and balance out with the sympathetic system. Not only did it seem to have a great effect with bringing resonance back to the bone as one would tune a piano to get that back in tune, but to help with the nervous system as well. Which is huge. And the parasympathetic is really responsible for our relaxation, our ease, our connection, our flow. Absolutely. The vagus nerve that connects directly to the ear. I mean, it's a 10th cranial nerve, also known as the neurogastric nerve. But it, is, it, it, it entirely runs our parasympathetic system. Uh, it, it goes to the mouth, it goes to the throat, the vocal cords, it goes to the heart, to the lungs. It innervates our entire digestive tract and then terminates at our sacral nerves. And a lot of scientists and researchers are finding that by stimulating electrical stimulation to the vagus nerve would help with depression and obesity. And, and I say what we can use is sound. It's really interesting because the whole body is interrelated and mentally 
This is impactful for people that are not only uncomfortable or in pain or have movement that's stiff, but it's also affecting people on a mental level. Mm-hmm. You know, it's very interesting. I um, started with a very specific set of frequencies, and what I'm discovering now is the song of the spine actually sings one octave lower. Now that I had an electronic tuning fork built, I am able to test all the different frequencies from 4 hertz to about 2,000 hertz. So what I am finding was, and I, got, I, I had gotten amazing results, but what I will call that now is, uh, is not the fundamental, but a, a one higher harmonic. So what I originally thought was these fundamental frequencies for the song of the spine, I'm learning that, well, I think the, the, the spine now sings a little bit lower, like that of an open cello. Mm, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Especially because the bone is, is quite dense, although it's mm-hmm. porous and it has blood and all kinds of things flowing through it. So it would resonate beautifully. Exactly. And so like the bones of the spine, the cranial bones, they're, they're beautiful resonators for sound. So even just by humming and, you know, just some deep diaphragmatic sounds with our breath will innervate the vagus nerve, innervate our gut, you know, from below and above. And that in itself would be so relaxing to our nervous system. Now, if someone encounters themselves in a state that is not mentally appropriate for them at that moment or a state where they're just uncomfortable and really not feeling good, when they do that toning, how will they know that they're hitting the right notes? Is there something that starts to happen? Because when, I know... When they're toning? Yes. Well, I, what I use is basically direct sound um, to the head, to the to the vertebra and to the organs. Um, but now I'm integrating using sound and sculpting, <laughs> using our organs, sculpting our organs. So with movement and sound, it's wonderfully synergistic. And it really gets the whole body to sing in the symphony because what I've discovered is all our organs have their own natural frequency that they like to resonate with. And sometimes, I mean, we have various frequencies too. Even during the day, sometimes we want to move faster. Sometimes we will be more, you know, slower, more laid back, you know. But there is a basic natural frequency with which we, we operate in general. So if you're not there and they're doing this toning and moving on their own, how do they go about that? I would first recommend something. I mean, Jonathan Goldman had written such a beautiful book, uh, and there's another book about humming. So just simple humming could make such a profound difference. Because, of course, that's vibrating the breath and the bones and all the skin, everything. Absolutely. And, of course, working with uh, vowel sounds and, and, and lower the lowest sound, you know, as low as you can go without creating tension. So the thing is to be at ease with this, not to create tension. And so be in a state of relaxation that we can take that deep breath. And breath is the vehicle for sound. So just even taking that deep breath and going, ah. So as we exhale, just using that ah sound really helps to heal the heart. 
keeping us in a more parasympathetic state. And, and there's another thing for the heart that I do is if we want to be in a more sympathetic place, I would go like basically almost like laughter, ha, 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 which will stimulate. Kind of wake up the body. Absolutely. And if one wants to just relax, just taking that deep conscious breath and letting that sound come out as they breathe, that natural sound of ah, when the breath is released. So toning the spine affects the mental body. Absolutely. And I also work with uh, tuning brain waves, and I've gotten amazing results with depression, autism, working with all sorts of neurological conditions. And even in one treatment, I was just, one treatment, this woman has not been depressed in over a year now. Wow. It is like our bodies are this amazing instrument. Yes, and it knows how to order tune. It just needs that right stimulus, that right vibration. And it knows, it knows where home is. It wants to be there. It wants to be in tune. I think that what happens sometimes is when people go into sympathetic or fight and flight and then the vagal nerve kicks into the level of immobilization. It's exactly, it, it, that freeze state. Yes. Fight, it's, fight or freeze, you know, absolutely. And then it's easy to forget in that state what to do or how to do it or not even really be capable of it because things just slow down so much. Mm-hmm. And sometimes doing things that are normal to us in the day-to-day process of living is hard. Mm -hmm. So I love the way that you're speaking about tuning one's body so simply and using the breath and using movement and using the sound from someone's own voice. And it's not really about the singing voice per se, but it's about the vibration and the breath that comes through. Absolutely. The voice is the most powerful instrument that we have. And sound is a nutrient to every part of us. And using self-directed sounds, you can start targeting to any place you want with practice. Beautiful. Now, I want to ask you a final question. When you have observed so many people that have been in some kind of distress, physically, emotionally, spiritually, often it's all three, have you noticed a particular physical manifestation or commonality with people? When they get really stressed, a commonality? Yes. Uh, I find a lot of it goes to the gut. Mm. (laughs) That makes sense. Because it's the brain. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's an interesting that often a lot of times that if our gut, if it's not right, that can cause stress. That can cause depression. And vice versa. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And the interesting thing about the gut is it's autonomous. You can cut the brain from the rest of the body, your heart will stop beating, your legs cannot walk, your arms cannot move, but your gut can function 100%. That's pretty amazing, isn't it, when you think of it? It is. Yeah, it really is. Oh, thank you so much. I just feel so honored to have this opportunity to, to share. Thank you, thank you, thank you, and thank you for all of your studies and revelations and thank you for sharing them tonight on the show and in your books.
If people want to contact you, find out more about you and more about your work, your books, where do they go? D-O-C-T-A, Dr., which is my uh, Brooklyn influence, (laughs) (laughs) Dr. June at Gmail or Dr. June at AOL. And then your website? Is songofthespine, all one word, dot com, song of the spine. And the other website is the human symphony, all one word, dot com. Thank you so much. I'm very excited to have you on and very, very blessed. Thank you, sweetheart. Thank you all. May harmonious sounds surround you all and be within you. Thank you. Beautiful. Much love, sweetheart. Thank you. And we've been speaking with Dr. Weida, who's based in California. You've been listening to Ultrasounds with DJ E-Love on WMNF Tampa. Peace and love until next week.